This is Julia Sotis, and you're listening to A Different Reality. What else is possible beyond this reality that you haven't yet chosen? Hi, everybody, and welcome to Beyond This Reality podcast. Um, It's Friday, May 22nd here, and we are pre-recording this podcast, and uh, we actually have a live studio audience today, which is exciting. We don't usually have that, so welcome, guys. And um, today I have a very special guest. She is like one of my favorite people in the world, and... um, you know, really, 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 really walks the tools of access consciousness and is the tools and, um, and has created a specialty program. I'll give clues and then you guys can out there can figure out who the guest is. Um, oh wait, you probably saw it in the title on the podcast. Dang it. Okay. Well, anyways, so she is, um, a certified facilitator of access consciousness and she, um, actually is a psychologist and, created a um, a specialty class of access consciousness called pragmatic psychology and pragmatic psychology is is um, an amazing and really 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 forward thinking body of work you know when I think of Freud I think he's not very smart compared to Susanna so um, so pragmatic psychology is it's really an amazing body of work and um, and it's about how to actually truly facilitate people and facilitate anything, you know, not backing off from facilitating bipolar, you know, being comfortable facilitating mental illness, being comfortable, um, you know, talking about any kind of issues and deep issues and all of these different things that come up in our life and being really pragmatic. Uh, it's a pragmatic form of psychology. So, and I'm excited because we're going to talk more about exactly what that is. And I can't wait to learn even more. Um, and uh, so welcome. Welcome to Susanna Mittermeier. <laughs> Thank you, Julia, for having me here. I love the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, um, Susanna, how did you, I mean, you were a psychologist. I would actually love to hear a little bit about your background and why you became a psychologist in the first place and then how that came into pragmatic psychology. Well, I was one of those kids who had no idea what they wanted to do when they were, you know, beyond kid them. And um, so I, you know, asked my mom and she's like, you know, start to become a teacher so I'm like yeah okay so I started to become a teacher like a priest like not preschool because it's a different system in Europe it's like um before high school and also high school and then and then um and then you know when I worked as a teacher uh I I was like hey I actually never asked myself what I want I always you know checked what's you know, what's up and what does one do? And, um, you know, and then, so I sat down and like, what would I like my life to be like? And I realized, okay, I want to show people how awesome they are. I want to show them that they can, 
you know, do whatever they would like to do. I would like to show them that there's nothing wrong with them. And so I wondered what kind of education is that? So I went through the university book because that was like my, you know, my way of, of looking at what future I would like to create was through the filters of academic studies. Cause you know, my parents and my family was like, Oh my God, please make, please save our family. So we had to have at least one person who has studied something. So I'm like, okay, no pressure. And so, so I was looking, I was looking at the, at the university book, you know, to find those, you know, what, what's the name of that job or that education to get all that, those criteria to those, those things. And I couldn't find anything and I couldn't find anything. And I'm like, okay, so what matches the most? And the education that popped up was to become a psychologist. And so that's what I did. And, you know, I've, I've done so many things in my life and I started a lot of things, but it, I didn't finish many of them. Um, so, but that gave me a lot of awareness of what I like, what I don't like. And so this was the first time that I ever finished, like totally finished an education. And, uh, and I'm like, wow, surprise, surprise. And the first thing was like this showing people what they're capable of. I must say I was the education and, and all that was not what I thought it would be. I was I was hoping for psychology to be something more empowering and something more about, hey, what's right about you and how can you use this? And even the things that are not working that well, can we turn that into a resource? That's what I, was th that's what I thought this was. And then um, it wasn't actually. So um, I started, and then after the education, I started, uh, or I started to work at uh, first it was child oncology and then later it was um, psychiatry where I met many different patients with many, many different diagnoses, dep depression, anxiety, ADHD, OCD, personality disorders, like substance abuse, everything. And um, I did uh, psychotherapy with them and I did neuropsychological testings and I uh, took care of the staff and all that stuff. And, and um, during this whole time, I always wondered what else is possible to facilitate change? How else can this be done? And through that question and through also the man in my world, I'm like, okay, there must be something different out there to truly empower people and to show them what they're capable of and to turn every disability into an ability. And so that demand and that question turned everything around. And from that moment on, I must say, actually from that question on, pragmatic psychology was born. <laughs> and um, later the book and the classes and everything. And, and uh, like, you know, change always starts with a question and with some kind of question and also a demand and a choice in, in your world to go, okay, whatever has been, that's okay. And what else? What else is, is possible now that I have not considered? Because the cool thing is when we truly start to change our lives, we don't know how this is going to look like. We don't have to know. We can just go for, I'd like this to change. Where can I start? And then things show up and the next thing shows up and the next thing shows up. So cool. And that, you know, that's 
that's such a similar thing for me. It's like I was looking for something and I, what I was looking for <laughs> didn't exist anywhere. And so I kept looking and looking and looking and thought it has to exist somewhere. And then, you know, found all these amazing tools and, and a different way of living that, act, you know, to being a facilitator of access and doing some access has, has, has helped so much with that. But it's like you've created this whole, it's this whole subtopic, this whole sub area, this whole thing that never existed before. So really cool. But that's, that's, you know, can you talk a little bit more about searching for something that mm -hmm. you can't find anywhere around you, but still yeah. somehow finding it and achieving it? Yeah. And it's like, you know, most people who are seekers who are looking for something different might not have even the words for what they're looking for. You know, you might not even know, oh, I'm looking for X, X, Y, Z or whatever, you know, but you just know that there's something different available for you that nobody has ever said, but you just know it. And then from trusting that that search, that thing that you're looking for, that possibility, that space, that person, that job, whatever that looks like, that and trusting that because you have that knowing and that you know eagerness to create it just trust that this is available like so many people go oh i must be crazy because i cannot see it because i cannot touch it because i haven't found it yet no if that is if if there's something in your world that you ask for that you look for that that you know somewhere must exist, but you haven't found it yet, trust that this is real and it's true for you. And you asking for this will contribute for this to show up. And, you know, sometimes it just takes some more time than we would like it to take. You know, most of us are, you know, Im impatient <laughs> creatures of magnitude and, and we would like things to show up right away. But when you know something is available for you and it hasn't shown up yet, trust that you know something, keep asking and allow it to show up when it shows up. And I must say, this continues. This is not just a one-time thing. You know, we, we talked about this being the beginning of, of our journey with the tools, but this is actually an everyday thing. It's like, what is it now? Like, even if you've done access for many years or maybe you haven't, what is it today that you are searching for? What do you know is available for you and possible for you beyond everything you've ever heard about that, you know, that is so different that, you know, might not be words for, but you just know it. What if you trust that? And what if you right now ask for it and let it be shown to you when it does and how it does. And you, you know, practice having no point of view about that and allowing it to show up like one of the big parts is also not just asking but also receiving and allowing things to show up and oftentimes people have a lot of points of view about how things should show up which keeps them from showing up you know if you ask for money um you ask for hey what it take to have more money and you already have decided how that money will show up well you don't let the universe a lot of playground of how else it could show up and what else is possible and what else is possible. So it's like no point of view takes you far. <laughs> it really does. 
that's a great question. Like, what are you even looking for today? Cause I, I, um, you know, have, you know, been a pretty aggressive, you know, seeker of possibilities, I would say, but <laughs> often it's like, what am I looking for, you know, for this part of my life or kind of this energy of this year or this time rather than what am I looking for today? Like, what would I like to get out of life today? You know, mm-hmm. that is that is a really cool perspective. And one of the questions um, that I love that I have been living by lately is, you know, what can I choose today that would make me happy right away? Mm. And and being that. So it's like if you have a, a lull in your day or you you go, oh, I'm bored or, oh, I don't know what to do or, oh, I really don't want to do this. It's like, okay, so what can I choose today that would make me happy right away? And it sort of leads you to like be in the, just, you know, have the energy of you and whatever makes you happy will create your life. Yep. And we're not taught that, you know? So uh, can you talk a little bit more, mm-hmm. Susanna, about how what makes you happy creates your life because it's almost like the it's the reverse in this reality whatever is serious and makes you miserable will create your life so and it's also the you know if you're not happy enjoy being not happy it's like mm-hmm. um you know because in so many people search for happiness and it's this carrot in front of you know your your nose and you think you have to run after that carrot and reach it some someday and someday you will be happy but you know if you have a crappy day enjoy it if you're upset and cranky oh my god enjoy every part of that and go for oscar nominated crankiness i did that today um you know i had i just you know arrived in vienna and and um you know in these interesting times people have very interesting reactions (laughs) to the whole situation and how how they respond to it and and I'm like wow I had this whole like you know saw so many people who were not functioning from awareness who were buying lies who were just you know you know keeping their life small and I'm like okay so this is me reacting okay that's fun and I enjoyed it I enjoyed every moment of it I'm like yeah I'm enjoying this all and then you know I was done I was done in a heartbeat because if we if we don't like it's not about being perfect it's not about being you know never reacting or never having a point of view it's like everything is included and and even if you have a point of view and even if you have a crappy day well, there's nothing wrong with that. Enjoy it. And if you don't, if you don't judge yourself for not being perfect and for not being happy all the time, and you allow yourself to have that, guess what? It's going to change and you're going to be able to change it in a heartbeat. Because the things that keep us holding on to crappiness and upset and anger and, and unhappiness is the points of view about it, the judgments. Oh, I should be happy now. Oh, I've done so many classes. I should be, I should not react. I shouldn't have a point of view. So, you know, and so what, if you have a point of view, if you're, if you're um, upset or whatever, enjoy it. And uh, that way you have the chance to change it so fast. Like everything is included and everything can be enjoyed utterly. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so, and that's 
extremely pragmatic (laughs) from my point of view it's like well you could just be what's going on for you rather than having to fight it um so can you i can you tell us a little bit more in the introduction i was talking about uh you know one of the things in the description of pragmatic psychology is this this um you know what if you could work with these different psychological things you know mental illness Mm -hmm. uh, depression whatever it may be anxiety um can you talk a little bit about how people can facilitate those and like you know i mean it's not just a conversation for right now but like (laughs) i know that's part of the pragmatic psychology class and if you could just touch on you know what that is and 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 how people can uh, you know, yeah. become more comfortable. Yeah. So, and, and it's, it's a huge topic, you know, as you said, it's like, um, it's huge, it's huge. So the things with, um, mental illnesses, um, people who have some sort of diagnosis, they often just taught like function different. They see the world different. They, um, they just, are different and difference in this world is not many times celebrated or acknowledged or used for what it can be it's often judged and categorized and those categorizations they have names and uh, those names become very significant to people and then they use those names to identify oh this is who i am and sometimes what i've noticed is people who get a diagnosed they the first moment they become very like relaxed because it it functions like some corn, some kind of uh, explanation of oh now i know why i've always functioned that way why i've been different why i've been weird why i've been wrong or whatever okay now i have an explanation okay oh, and it's like in the first moment kind of like in relaxation but then soon it doesn't change much it's like okay now i know this but that doesn't change much you know it doesn't you know, help and make things easier. And um, that's where most per- people, or not most, actually many people turn and turn to, like, what else can I do now? Like, is there anything else that I can access that's me beyond all of this? And uh, this is where this, these kinds of people are the ones I meet very often who have done many different things, many different therapies. And, um, and then they notice like nothing much has changed. And I know there's something different available for me. What else is there? What, how else can I access more of me? And, and with facilitating people who are different, like one of the things you really want to do is, is the being the person that acknowledges their difference totally beyond judgment you know if it's basically like you want to be you know when you take a walk in the woods and you have your stuff going on you might be upset and then maybe you walk for a while and you start to have a different headspace because it's like the nature just it's just there for you. It has your back. It nurtures you. It provides you with, with more space. It, it doesn't ask, it doesn't ask you to, 
it doesn't ask you to change. It doesn't need you to change. It's just like, hi, what can I do for you? What contribution can I be from total, total allowance and for, from total gratitude for everything you be? And that's what you can be for people. So many practitioners that I work with who have, you know, coaches and therapists and teachers and parents, they've read many books, they have done many studies and their heads are filled with what they should do and what's the right thing to do. And they worry so much about, oh, if this situation occurs, I have to do that. If that situation occurs, oh, I have to say that. And that way people have a hard time being truly, truly present with the person in front of them and with everything that they like uniquely have going on in their worlds and all the information they have verbally and beyond words. And if you, if you have a, if you have a different headspace for you, if you let go of everything you've learned in that moment and really be with the person and have like, just have nothing going on in your head besides the question, what is truly possible with this person? What can be created here? Then you are so open to receiving information that, um, that will surprise you on, on what you, what you, um, what that triggers in you and how you can facilitate that person uniquely, because it's, it's such a rarity of like when people engage with each other, like truly, truly engage with totally. each other. Like totally. most people, they think a lot and like, what should I do? And they have all these thoughts in their heads rather than, okay, this particular person, what's possible for this person today? What can I facilitate? And facilitate means making easier. So that's where you as a practitioner can uniquely find out wow, how can I contribute to this person? Not how should I do it? What's the right thing? And this is where you add you with everything you be as a practitioner. And that's a totally different way of functioning, facilitating change. Totally. Can you actually, um, you touched on it there, like facilitating means to make something easier. Mm -hmm. And when I first realized that, like the, when in French class, I learned that like the, French word for easy is facile <laughs> and and that's actually the root and you know gosh it just when we're present with each other it just like and with no judgment it just takes the pressure off of something out of the need to be right the need yeah. to be perfect the need to get it right and and being there with somebody that is a, a facilitation and yeah um, totally it's amazing. It's like, this is something that this world so underestimates. Yes. Connection, the engagement, the true engagement. And this is something that's so rare, especially nowadays. And it's like, there's a sanity being created when people connect, like truly like engage with each other. That's off the yeah. That's yeah. something that melts insanity. Like it's incredible. Yes, that is so true. Engagement melts insanity. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, it's, there's such a difference because um, I'm so grateful for, for the tools of access 
um, and really the education of it because it's like it's given me the the indication when somebody is actually engaging with me and then when it's like the the um, sort of like the facade of engagement like you know when somebody just talks at you mm -hmm. and and they're talking and talking and talking but they're not actually being with you or engaging with you. They're just sort of trying to sort of, gosh, sometimes it feels like being beaten over the head with a baseball bat when people are talking to you because it has nothing to do with you. And, you know, it doesn't even have anything to do with them truly because it's just all about what you're trying to prove rather than like actually being with you or being with them or being with anybody it's yep. crushing honestly it's exhausting yep and and it's 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 true because people are like connecting through their judgments yes. and through oh like having similar points of view or then or they fight because they have different points of view and that's what people call connecting like oh we have the same point of view we have the same judgment well but there's a greater form of engaging and connecting with each other beyond judgments you know, it's like the gratitude we have for each other, the, you know, the contribution we can be, the nurturing and, you know, the honoring. There's so many different aspects of what we can be, which is a lot like what, what occurs when you're out in nature and, and yeah. the contribution you receive from every, you know, everything around you, the woods, the, you know, the trees, the animals, the plants, whatever it is. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's like the trees, the trees engage with you, they, they hear you, they speak to you, they're with you. And it's like, uh, not so, you know, we're not actually taught to do that. Nah. In, you know, in our personal relationships, we're yeah. taught to prove that we care, rather than really be with somebody in a way that is true caring. Yep. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so so um wow i'm this whole conversation is just it's like frying my brain cells so what you know for you what has been the most exciting part of of pragmatic psychology and you know working working with people oh gosh so much it's like seeing people seeing people have been abused and made wrong for such a big part of their lives um you know having having a having shiny eyes and discovering the beauty of themselves <laughs> and they saying i've tried so many things i've been in therapy for years and and this changed everything it's like you know it's like this this knowing that we have choice that's one of the most amazing things whatever happened in your past, whatever occurred, however horrible it was, you have what it takes to change everything and you can change the tracks of your future. And it's a choice we all have. And, and when people get that or start getting that and they take the reins of their lives in their own hands, that's one of, one of the most amazing things. And, wow. and that, like, that choice factor it's also something like when I speak at conferences, this is also something that's something that's something that amazes me is that there's so many, you know, conferences that want me to speak about pragmatic psychology, which I had not imagined that this would be of interest 
for this world so much. And one of the most frying things for people and my colleagues is to talk about choice because that's not something that's been emphasized in our education much. It's like most, it's more like, oh, you know, you had this past and you need to learn to deal with this or, or this will be hard. There's always this projection of the past does something with your future. And talking about choice is something that's so empowering where people, they can receive your contribution from the practitioner. They can be, you know, choose to, to receive whatever you have to offer, but then them knowing that they have choice makes them be in charge of their lives and they are empowered to take care of their own lives and futures. And that's that's such a huge thing. I love it. Wow. That's awesome. I like the, the, the shiny eyes part (laughs) when you just have that. Yeah. When people see something, you know, like have these epiphanies of wait a second, I'm not wrong. And I can have all these things and it can be easier. Yep. Wow. And that's, that's the future we could head towards if more of us would acknowledge that, you know, the only problem we have is that life is too easy. Then, you know, and we (laughs) embrace more of that ease, then, you know, what parts of our lives and areas of our lives would change and what future could we all have on this planet? Wow. That's the future I'd like to see. Me too. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on Susanna and for this conversation. And, um, you know, Susanna facilitates um, Right Voice for You classes, Access Foundation classes, um, and Pragmatic Psychology classes. Um, And is there anything else that you facilitate that I'm missing? Um, there are wealth creators classes and wealth creators. and uh, and being you and yeah and, you wow know. awesome yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um and um you actually have can you talk a little bit about the pragmatic psychology class as well as the pragmatic psychology practitioners yeah so the practitioner class is a three day class for people who work with people you know, however they work with people, (laughs) you know, um, we have coaches, therapists, facilitators, um, hairdressers, flight attendants, like any, like truly parents, anybody who works with clients who wants to know, hey, how can I uniquely facilitate change and, uh, and, and use, use the being that I've been and, and find out what I know about this um, using together with the tools, of course, but everybody does it so amazingly different. And that's something that I love to see that my eyes shiny at these classes, (laughs) how how people do it their way. And which I wouldn't have thought of because they add like the combination of who they are and using the tools just creates a firework of, of, you know, unique possibilities. So, and then they can use, and then they usually go, oh my God, I can receive other clients now because I thought I couldn't handle this person. I couldn't handle that person. And then they go, oh gosh, I can handle that too, which, you know, expands their clientele. Usually they, they tell me, oh, I have more clients now and my business is expanding and it's just really wonderful. It's like this empowerment of people. So in that way, knowing that they can do it. Wow. 
That's mm -hmm. so awesome. I'm taking, I'm hosting Susanna's uh, Pragmatic Psychologies, uh, blah, 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 blah. Pragmatic <laughs> Psychology Practitioner class uh, coming up, uh, is it June 20th? June. Yeah, June. Something around June, that time. <laughs> June 24th, June 24th. Um, so uh, yeah, and I just can't wait. Um, and it is online all over, all over the world. So, oh, I'm oh, sorry, June 19th to 21st. Oh, we're all over the map. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so it's online. So, you know, anybody can take it and we will put the link uh, in the podcast description here if you guys want to check it out. And thank you so much for being here, Susanna. It's always such a pleasure to talk to you and um, hear your unique outlook on life and everything just hear about all these possibilities, um, you know, that we can create in the world. So thank you for being on today. Thank you for having me. It was a true pleasure. Oh, awesome. Awesome. And thank you to our live studio audience. We love you guys. Yay. And to everybody out there listening to this podcast, thank you so much for listening and for seeking these different possibilities and this different future. Now is definitely the time the world is changing. It is, it is becoming a completely different place. It's a very, very, very amazing time. And every single choice that we make is creating this different future. So be as weird as you are, be as different as you are, and you don't have to hide your, the happiness that you are any longer, because this is a different world. So thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for choosing. And thank you again, Susanna, for being on with me today. Thanks for joining me on another episode of A Different Reality. It would be awesome if you could share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm always looking to spread the seeds of consciousness. And you can find me on my website at juliasotis.com. Until next time, what energy, space, consciousness, and choice can you be to create a reality totally beyond this reality with total ease?